This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the lovely Desi. How you doing tonight, Desi? Oh my God, that's me. Yeah, that's you. <gasps> Why am I on the show? Because um, you've been on the previous 90 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I'm the funniest. No, our daughter listened to episode one today. And she said the audio sucked. Well, it did in episode one. I know it did. <laughs> but the only question she had for me was, you did another podcast before Ian was born? <laughs> yes, we did. Because <laughs> we talked about it in that episode. Oh, so. I thought we've told her that. I'm sure we have, and she just doesn't remember. I mean, she's an 11-year-old. How much can an 11-year-old hold in their head? I don't know. I don't know, because our kids think the seem to think they're YouTubers. You would think that if we told them we were podcasters, that we we would be famous. True. Too. This is true. This is true. Even though they have no viewers and they're famous YouTubers. Yeah, just like we're fa- <laughs> just like we're famous <laughs> podcasters. <laughs> you know, we're getting there. Before we jump in, I just want to mention, you know, since I did have an obsession, you know, like four weeks ago and my first story lasted forever you should bring that up um the dr phil episode with jeremy dewitt did air uh two episodes actually i thought they were amazing to watch um watching him fumble his way through not impersonating a police officer he's a liar <laughs> yeah he actually also has uh since that episode has released about 15 youtube videos defending himself as well None of them make him look I'm real sorry, good. sorry, nonverbals e- even speak a lot. And when <laughs> Dr. Phil asked him, and I know I said this out loud, when he asked him, were you, do you think you're impersonating a police officer? Mm-hmm. And as he said no, he was shaking, shaking his, his head, head yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He thinks he is. Yes, he that the, definitely does. Because it's even funny because... Most of the time, people will shake their heads no mm-hmm. as they're saying yes. Mm-hmm. That is the first time I've ever seen it that Somebody way. Somebody shake their head yes as they're saying no. Because it's funny. I mean, if you're like trying to shrug something off, sometimes your head does the no thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, you know, yeah, it might be look like they're doing the no thing, but it's not. You have to like watch the full body mm-hmm. for nonverbals. So. I can see the no head shaking and they're not lying. And they could be. It's yeah. the whole body thing. But he was shaking his head yes. Yeah. Anyway, if, if you enjoyed or were interested in the, the story I told a few episodes, a couple episodes ago, check out a uh, couple episodes of Doc, Doc, uh, Dr. Phil on it. Was, it was amazing to watch. Told, you know, gave a very good backstory of some of the history, of some of his history. Not all of it, but some of it. There was some things that his lawyer wouldn't allow to be said on TV, which is probably good for him. So, yep. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to jump right into another criminal. <laughs> oh, I actually have. A you need to stop watching. I have a number of criminals YouTube today. YouTube thingies. I do. I'm, I'm. I'm obsessed. I'm absolutely obsessed with. With are these the dumb criminals that should be saved for the end? Because we used to do dumb. Criminals. We did used to do dumb criminals at the end. I actually am going to end with some criminals. This one's probably dumber than the ones I'm ending with, but I thought this one was funnier. oh so anyway um steven gutierrez came across my news feed this week and i recognized the name right away 
because I almost did a story on him about a year ago. Oh, I was going to say Gutierrez, Gutierrez, whatever. Wasn't that on Breaking Benjamin, like the bad guy? Breaking Benjamin. What is Breaking Benjamin? Breaking Bad. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> it's been years since we've watched that show. It's only been, uh, I've watched it in the last or wait, two months. Was I've he on them, Weeds? It could have been on Weeds. That's been years since I've seen Weeds. Gutierrez. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway. Um, oh, no. I bet it was on... Um, um, what was the serial killer one that I was like just watching? They're going to be coming out with another episode. I have no idea. What's his... Dexter. Oh, Dexter. Yes, Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. Anyway, um, according... Uh, th- he came across my news feed this week, not, not for anything overly spectacular, but according to the Miami-Dade Police Department, uh, he was pulled over for driving without a working headlight. Uh, was found to have cocaine in his pocket and arrested. <laughs> he doesn't know how it got there either. Now, Stephen Gutierrez was a lawyer. And this is what I knew him as. was a lawyer okay. who made headlines in 2017 for being a liar, liar, pants on fire in court. <gasps> and when I say liar, liar, pants on fire... March of 2017, Gutierrez was representing a man accused of torching his own car for insurance money. He got up in front of the jury for his opening statement, and he started explaining how he, his client did not torch his own car. It was spontaneous combustion, and as he says that, smoke starts coming out of his pants. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Was it spontaneous combustion? That is what he was trying to portray, obviously. He says it was his phone exploding, the battery of his phone exploding in his pants. Unfortunately, the investigation found his phone was just fine. Nothing exploded in his pants. It was all a setup to try to prove to the jury that spontaneous combustion could really happen. Now, he didn't get in legal trouble for this, but the Florida Bar did strip his law license. So he could no longer well, practice law. And he could no longer practice law in the state of Florida. He, he got in legal trouble. Yes, he didn't get in criminal trouble no. for it. But now he will be facing some criminal trouble for carrying a large amount I was of cocaine. Just holding it for pants. my client. Yeah, yes. Yes, I can. I can <laughs> practice so law. I, j- I, I was just being a friend who happens to know the law officer. (laughs) I didn't say I was an active lawyer. (laughs) I almost brought the story about a year ago when I first found that the the story of his pants exploding while he was explaining spontaneous combustion to a jury. But I ended up putting putting it off to the side and never telling it. And when I ran across it this week that he got arrested, I'm like, I have to talk about it because this was an amazing story about a lawyer in, of course, Florida. Where else? Where else would it happen other than Florida that a lawyer has his pants burst into flames in I think the jury. heat gets to him a little too much down there. I think the so, heat too. The and the humidity. And I mean, in all reality, they're not any weirder than anywhere else. I've talked about th- I've talked water. about this before. It's that they have extremely open press laws no, for, it's the humidity, for getting criminal the heat, records. The fact that they're on a panhandle and all that salt water is getting to them. With yeah, the maybe, wind. You know, might have something to do with it. Who knows? Something. Definitely. Something. But there are Bermuda def- triangles right there. Who yeah. knows? There is definitely a Florida man syndrome out there. Magnetic field. It's messing with all their brains. Yeah. So another Florida man just like Jeremy Duet. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I have friends who live there. Get out. Get out now. Yeah. I have no desire to live in Florida. Yuck. No. 
I need dry heat. Yeah. We live in a state where there's humidity and yes. yeah. Yeah, I would prefer dry heat. I love hot temperatures in dry heat. Yeah. And it can go hotter. The moment I am here, and even less temperatures, the humidity, thick. Yeah. Here at 75 degrees, it's sticky and gross. Yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh, wait. That was my first story. I didn't want to cut you off. Why not? You always do every other week. I was trying to be (laughs) nice today. Holy cow. It only took 91 weeks, everybody. 91 (laughs) weeks? Well, 91 episodes for you to be nice to me. I take it back. That was very short-lived. Yeah. So my first story is actually about a madman. A madman. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a mystery that's been kind of hovering around this for a while. Not forever, but for a while. Okay, almost forever. <laughs> <laughs> so you know the picture of the scream? It's the one that went yes. with... COVID, Ian yeah, had to I- Ian did a, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't, he picked that one. Yeah. <laughs> of course he'd pick that one. That was the best one, though. So, apparently in this painting, there's a saying that was written on the painting after, after it was painted and drawn. Okay. It's, um, in English, it's interpreted to, could only have been painted by a madman. Okay. So... But nobody knows who actually wrote it on there, if it was the artist, if it was some vandalizer, Hmm. or exactly what happened with that. Um, And this originally, the painting first started off in um, Norway. Okay. Or it's actually in Norway right now. Sorry, I take that back. Okay. In Denmark. It was in 1904. The painting was on an exhibit there um, in Copenhagen. And it was about 11 years after Munch had painted it. There was a critic who, at the time, he had noticed um, the message on there. Okay. So he had seen it, but he wasn't quite sure. He just assumed... That somebody else had written it on there. Okay. What was the message again? It was a... Could could only have been painted by a madman. Okay. So Hmm. the mystery around this is who put it on there? Who wrote that on there? Well, recently it came out that 100%, because now this painting sits in Norway, there were four of them done, but only one of them have this on there. Okay. Um, So the story's told that... When it was in Denmark, um, on exhibit there, Munch was there, and s- there were pe- critic people for the art exhibit um, and a college and all this fun stuff. They were kind of talking about the painting, and some people shed it in a positive light. Mm-hmm. You know, it's artistic form, and it was a positive thing. And then you always have your critics who are like, this is negative. Only a madman would, mm-hmm. with mental disorder, yeah. would paint something like this. Because if you don't know what the screen painting is, definitely look it up. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of a creepy looking It's a creepy looking painting, painting. for sure. Um, but it got to him, apparently, because he had a diary that they still have. Okay. 
And he wrote about this constantly for years afterwards, that he was at this meeting that they were holding about this painting and whether they should display it or not. Hmm. And it wasn't just his painting. It was like his paintings, his works Mm -hmm. of art. So come to find out like 11 years later, they found this on there. But nobody knows who actually wrote it on there. Did they ask him? No. (laughs) Um, Now he's dead. We can't ask him. And the mystery is, was it vandalized or not? Well, there were some researchers who... um, Student Society in Christina... Oh, that was the discussion with him in it. Never mind. Fast forward. Um... I can't think of find the part of it because I'm all over the National Museum of Norway team. They're actually they are using infrared on this. They took a microscope. They did carbon dating on the lead without like scraping stuff off. I mm-hmm. don't know how they do that. Something with the infrared lighting. Hmm. Um, and they used his journal that they have. Okay. And they said between the lead carbon dating and the writing matching the writing and anal- mm-hmm. analysis um it's him it's him he did okay it. he wrote that and they're assuming it goes back to that confrontation mm-hmm. about and it almost holds true though like you're gonna let the negative get to you more than the oh, positive for sure. For sure. even if it's people you don't even care about mm-hmm. but it still affects you um, plus, apparently, it seemed like it affected him because he did have family, several family members who suffered from mental illnesses. Okay. So I could see that really getting to you, like, am I mm-hmm. crazy, a madman? Hmm. But I thought that was kind of cool because I never knew there was was an inscription on one of the paintings no, like that. No, I definitely didn't either. So, because I see that and I feel like that's what it is, is like, mental illness type creepy mm-hmm. feel to it yeah and then to see something like that and they don't really know why he wrote it on there but their assumption is that's why he wrote it on there he wrote it on there because he was a madman yeah. <laughs> but up until recently they had no clue. they had no idea if it was him or somebody so this else right recently now. just was well that's discovered. cool that, that's cool that they had a way to discover it they had a way to you know to scientifically mm-hmm. go back and look at the information and to analyze the handwriting and analyze the lead in the in the paint. That's yep. that's that's kind of cool. That's neat. Really neat. Really really neat. I thought it was kind of cool. I don't know. I like cool. stuff like that. Well, my next story is from the same part of the world. Denmark? No, it, same area Norway? of the world. Uh, we're in I'm in Sweden, so I'm close. Hmm. Cool. You know, Scandinavian country. Um, they are Finland. We're in. I said <laughs> we're in kidding. Sweden. I was kidding. I had to keep going. Um, it's my job. This is about a business that was started at... You sounded at like a Minnesotan right there. Yeah, I'm sure I did. This was this is about a business that was started at the <laughs> Arlanda Airport in Stockholm. Okay. Uh, the business is called RC Chocolate. It's primarily a bakery. Okay. But they started a new portion of their business, a new service that they offer. They're going to be at chocolate this, tears? At this, at this bakery. No. Um... People in Sweden are really obsessed with sourdough. Okay. It's an obsession there. So this bakery, which is located at an airport, decided it would start a sourdough hotel. 
since taking care of a, of sourdough yeast takes time. Like yep. you have to you have to feed it constantly. You know you yeah, can't that, let that it go. Christmas yeah Amish bread I did. Yeah. That's sourdough is what that is every day. So you're eating it and playing with it. When people go on vacation, they need to find people to literally take care and babysit their yeast. The starter. Uh-huh. So this bakery decided it would start a service of, for $12 a week, we will take care of your starter for you. And we will feed it, and we will play with it, and we will keep it healthy while you are on vacation. <laughs> oh I thought this was a very interesting gosh. business idea. Perfect spot for it. You're at an airport, you know. That drop it off there. Just drop it off at, at Get this home place. from your, your long vacation, and you're wiped out, and you're like... <gasps> We forgot to get our dough. <laughs> <laughs> um, the owner of, of the bakery said they had heard about a few other places doing things like this, but not really advertising it. So she decided to like go all out and advertise that this was available. She said this, they've been extremely busy. They have a lot of customers. When asked what kind of customers they have, her first answer was, um, "Can I? do I have to be politically correct <laughs> they said no she said it, it's your yuppies your <laughs> your hipsters that's who comes here and drops off their sourdough starters oh my gosh <laughs> i thought that was interesting that is well yeah she I said mean, most of the people who do are people who are you know very into eating all organic foods and you know just that that you know nothing wrong with that obviously i wonder how many carbs are in amish bread i don't know I don't know, but yeah, I, I just or I'd never sourdough bread. Just like I mean, I'm assuming the Amish bread is the sourdough because I would assume. I have no idea. I, I think I looked it up once and it was. I have no clue. Okay, no it's like fermented bread, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's that's I mean, what Amish bread is. I mean, sourdough. There's a couple of different ways you can make a starter. Typically, it's sugar and water and flour. But you can also do it with potato, sugar, potato? flaked potatoes, like potato flakes. That's so fake. Well, <laughs> some people like say instant potato. Some people say it actually is much better tasting than than the other stuff. But it's it's sourdough. Oh and my so god! I sourdough like has hipster. a <laughs> sourdough has <laughs> such a such a distinct flavor depending on where you eat it because it literally takes the bacteria from the environment it lives in. And that's where the flavor comes from. So if you eat sourdough here or eat sourdough across the country, it's going to taste completely different. I never even thought of that. That like blew my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I, I know a little bit about sourdough. Yeah, I'm even shocked you even knew that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I shouldn't be shocked, but I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'd tell you how I know, but it would just blow the fun. So, uh, you know, how do you know? I've heard people tell stories about sourdough. What? I've heard YouTubers I watch play video games who are so into sourdough bread. So You watch yuppies? <laughs> you said it. I had to keep going. I don't think so, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway. If you ever need if you're ever in uh, Stockholm and you need somebody to take care of your sourdough, you can I'm not go, y- go to RC Chocolate or hipsters. I have <laughs> to throw that out <laughs> you there. Go to RC Chocolate. They will take care of your sourdough for twelve dollars a week. I kind of was, wasn't I? I'm sorry if we have any hipsters or yuppies listening. Mm-hmm. I get the organic thing. I just don't understand some of the stuff. Yeah, Anyways, I don't either. But I don't either. Whatever. I'm just here, whatever. I don't know what people would call me. Somebody called me a yuppie once, and I looked at him. I'm like, clearly you don't <laughs> know me. 
I do not fit in that category. And they're like, you are a yuppie. And somebody who was sitting behind me went, uh, Desi, don't worry. I know you're not a yuppie. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. I'm more of a, a rustic cowgirl. And they're like, cowgirl's pushing it. I said, I know, but I just wanted them to understand I'm more on that extreme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like to rough it. Okay. <laughs> yep. Anyways, my next story. We all know what albino is, right? Sure. Okay. Well, this is an albino, but it's something similar, but it's close and pushing albino. I had no clue of something like this. Okay. But recently, ooh, I got to get my phone out because we need to change printer ink. Um, We're going to change printer ink in the middle of the podcast? No. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you need, need your phone to, to do change this. Because I had printed off the picture and... Oh, it didn't turn out. Okay. You can't even see it. So, and I had fun trying to highlight stuff. I um, used Speaking of albino, I used to have an albino frog. It was amazing. I loved the thing. We will never own one of so those. So ugly and hideous. <laughs> <laughs> had huge teeth. It was fun. And it jumps. No. Yeah. Never going to happen. It okay. lived in an aquarium. <laughs> and it, I heard it got out. So no thanks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a rare yellow penguin. That was photographed That's for the first time. Penguin? Yes. Okay, now that's the picture below, definitely. But those are chocolate penguins. The rare yellow penguin. Huh? The picture below, was it three penguins? Yeah. Well, those, those are, are chocolate. chocolate. Well, <laughs> they looked more like penguins <laughs> than the real penguin. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, yellow that's penguin. That's why I had to laugh. Okay, so... um. A photographer, Ives, Yives, Adams, Eves. It's Y. It starts with that Y. That's throwing me off. Evis? No idea. Y-V-E-S? No clue. Ah. Okay, so back in, and this was just printed. When was it? 23rd. Today. Yesterday. Yesterday. Okay, so this was just printed off yesterday by Smithsonian. Okay. Um, but the picture was taken December of 2019 by Adams. Um, he embarked on a two-month photography expedition in South Georgia, not in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia, the an country. Island. Oh. Okay. I don't know where it is. I was assuming South of Africa. Okay. I mean, or island off of South Africa. I have no idea. So, um, anyways, when they got there and he was unpacking, and there was like a ton of penguins swimming to the shore, mm-hmm. he noticed this yellow colored penguin was among this colony. Like, all he said was like 120,000 king penguins. Mm-hmm. King penguins are not little penguins. No. So he clearly could see this mm. and he got the rare opportunity to be able to take this picture and he said most of the time you go on the beach and stuff there's um, stuff it, like nature. It just gets in your way and it mm. makes it hard and it wasn't even like that. So it was like this photo op for him was just meant to be. Hmm. Um, but he said... The yellow penguin is entirely void of all, um, I want to say melatonin, but melanin. Okay. And instead um, sports the sunny coat. 
<laughs> so that's weird. It's an unusual coloring to Lukeism, is what they call it, not albino, because okay. there is some color. Because there's some color there. And um, it can affect a few feathers or the entire coat. <laughs> so it kind of reminds me of what was the disease that Michael Jackson had? I don't know the name of it. I really don't. But it, it's like, okay. Michael Jackson clearly was an albino, mm-hmm. but there was something wrong where it affected some of his skin. Yeah. And other people suffer from this, too. So it's like, it it makes me wonder, okay, how many other penguins have something like mm-hmm. this, too? Because there were a few other spottings, but this was the first time it was ever photographed. Hmm. That's so crazy. It, like, doesn't even, it almost doesn't look real, because it's, you don't expect a penguin to look like that with those with that color no that bright you don't. yellow some people are like describing it as lemon and i don't know but there was like the eyes are oh well the eyes are yellow too mm-hmm. they're not even because usually it's pink for mm-hmm. i always think penguins are like so cute they're like adorable little animals. they are super cute and that one's, even, like that one's even that one's even cuter because it's yellow <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like the chocolate ones, too, on the picture. I'll eat those, too. The white chocolate? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe I should have gotten you some penguin. I can't believe you thought those were actually penguins. I was looking at a tiny little phone screen. What do I I know? So, but scientists, um, they can't confirm whether the penguin is albino or if this is a gene mutation or what exactly it is because they'd have to like get a feather from the bird yeah. in order to test I'm it. I'm sure that's difficult to but do. But this is under the assumption abs- abs- I can't even say it now that I'm thinking of it. It's making it worse. Yes. <laughs> um, that this is what it has. Uh, they have seen on Antarctica there was a different group of people had noted there was one penguin who was like a light brown. So okay. there, I mean, they know mutations happen. It's almost like the human race, how the theory is we all came from Africa and as we migrated, yeah, mutation happens, happens because of the sun and yep. stuff like that. So um, yeah, that makes sense. we have brown haired penguin, a lighter color, black shade. And now we have a yellow colored mm-hmm. penguin would be our blonde haired person. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, eventually we'll have red headed eventually going to involve. <laughs> I mean, this could evolve to it could. It just shocks me, though, because some animals penguins are different, though. But some animals like with albinos, they will push that oddball out Mm -hmm. like yeah but they it's right in the middle of the hundred and twenty thousand. that's good that makes it means you don't have to feel bad for the yellow penguin he's not being discriminated against or picked on or anything so it's kind of cool he's not considered the ugly duckling oh the ugly duckling (laughs) Hmm. but you know what when that beautiful ugly duckling grew up at least he had a soft heart yep All right. My final story. Bum, bum, bum. Got some more criminals for you. I like criminals. You like criminals? Smooth criminals. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you going to have to cut 
about that. I'm <laughs> <No. laughs> just kidding. Uh, this is from Crit- Crittenden County, Arkansas. Crittenden? Three men were arrested in a shooting of a man in Earl, Arkansas. Hmm. Authorities are looking for the fourth. All four men share one thing in common. The crime? They are all named Stacy Abram. How does that happen? I don't know. Um, I mean, for a guy with the name Stacy. I mean, I know Stacy yeah. is a guy's name too, but three of them. With okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, Todd Grooms, the chief investigator with the Crittenden County Sheriff's Department, said it makes it very difficult uh, on the, trying to um, investigate this case because of the coincidence, or not coincidence, with the names uh, names of the suspects. Uh, The sheriff's office said that on February 17th in Earl, um, they received information that possibly two individuals who had a warrant were at the Dollar General and brandishing weapons. So uh, the police showed up and were able to arrest three of the people, and one got away. Okay. Three suspects were arrested were Stacy Orlando Abram, who's 27 years old, charged with uh, terroristic threatening and first-degree battery. Uh, Stacy Shanta Abram, 31, charged with illegal possession of a firearm. And Stacy Abram Jr., 68, was charged with furnishing a prohibited weapon to a felon. I believe so. So Uh, is mom and dad named Stacy? Stacy Malcolm Abram was... uh, they're, they're still looking for him. He got away. Um, I believe it's a family, but I'm not positive. Are they? Is there a female in there? I don't think so. No, these are all. These are four men. These are all four men. So that, and there's there's definitely a junior and a senior in well, here. The junior. So obviously they're related for sure. Yeah. Um. But Stacy Orlando Abram and Stacy Shanta Abram, I'm not sure if and they're it related. Says they're men. It it does. It says three men were arrested and the fourth man got away. Okay. It does say that they were men. So. Because Stacy is more of a a female's name. Definitely. I mean, more, more of a female. Common. More of a common female name. Um, not dissing any guys. No, if, if if your name is Stacy, there is definitely nothing wrong with that. Um, but if your name's Stacy Abram and you're running from the law, you might have a problem. <laughs> well, it was making me wonder because you know couples that have the same name and they get married. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. was kind of running through my head in the middle. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was men. Yeah, this is this is all men. They were uh, they still have not found Stacy Malcolm Abram, but um, the the lead investigator did go on uh, go on to talk about how these men have been in the community for many years committing crimes for you know low level crimes for many years and it's been very difficult when they get one in when they question somebody and they, they hear it's they did something me, man. they say it's not it me it's Stacey. not me it's him it's him it's him well, it's Stacey like Stacy who Stacy <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine <laughs> not me you got the wrong one you know like the, the these four men rode in a car together to the dollar store <laughs> Just having a conversation between four people with the same name <laughs> has to be difficult. Well, I don't know because do you know how many times I'm in a room with somebody and everybody's dude? Hey, man. Yeah, that's hey, dude, true. That's dude. Dude. Hey. Hey, you. And if if they're not like family related, then it's just really weird. Um, I believe they are, but the, it doesn't. The the uh, um, the article didn't go into talking about whether or not they were related or not. I I'm was going to they assume were. they're related. And. 
deputies are still searching for Stacey Malcolm Abram. If you have any information, you should contact Crime Stoppers. Maybe it's senior, junior, third, and fourth. I guess that's possible. What were the ages? I went to school with an Arthur the third. So I don't have an age on the guy who got away, um, but I have a 27, 31, and 68, and the junior is 68. Wait, 27, 31, and 68. And the junior Maybe is 68. Maybe this is like George Foreman. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he's Stacey, got... Stacy, Stacy, yeah. And, well, in this case, it would be Stacy. Yeah. Instead of Georgia. Yeah. Maybe. May, may, I mean, that could make sense. That would make sense. They're all... Because it was all George, 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 George Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. I guess or that wherever that, she fell in that the would make sense. But and you know, a family that you know. I mean, it could happen. Does People crime get so together full of themselves? I was going to name our daughter after me. Yeah, that wasn't happening. I don't. <laughs> I just don't get that. Like, <laughs> uh, anyways. I've. Al- <laughs> I remember having this discussion with my mom when I was a kid. I don't know how old. Probably six, seven years old. And her telling me that there was a big argument with my dad. My dad wanted to name me Kevin because that's my dad's name. My dad wanted me to be a junior. And my mom put her foot down and she said, no, I do not want him to have to live up to any legacy that you put forth. I want him to have his own life and his own legacy to lead. And I don't want him to have to be a junior. And that kind of always stuck with me. Like, I don't ever want want to do that to anybody else either. So, All she would have had to have done was be funny. Yeah. I don't know. She's got the great sarcasm like I have. Yeah. She's definitely the got attitude. the attitude. <laughs> <laughs> See? Little Junior. Yeah. So, um, my last story, it was a toss-up between two. I'll bring the other one next week. Okay. This one, I kind of wanted a picture for it, but I'm hoping in your own mind you might be able to understand. There was only one picture out of all of them. Okay. Um, but if you go on to click the link, mm-hmm. there's a picture on there and people will understand what I'm trying to say. So, ventriloquism. Okay. Okay, they creep me out, the dolls. They creep me out because mm-hmm. their eyes, they're just, they follow yeah. you. <laughs> I like And one of the pictures, dummies. it was looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. So, it, when you look at the picture, you feel like it's just like putting a dagger at you and there was some movie that creeped me out so these dolls have always just creeped me out Mm -hmm. a little if they look like little human beings yeah not like the the what was the dude that used to do the ventriloquism we would jeff dunham jeff dunham yeah so he did more of a stuffed animal type yeah that's a little different or little skeletons and stuff where it wasn't so there was only that angry old guy yeah and it just, it creeped me out a little, but not as bad as some of the other okay. dolls. But anyways, there is a museum, and it's called Vent Haven Museum in Fort Mitchell, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yes. So if you're ever there, go check it out. Apparently, there is a replica doll. Um, this I didn't know about Mae West. <laughs> she was banned from NBC Radio for 12 years. Really? Yeah, so on there, this doll was on there. Um, she was, well, Mae West described ventriloquism pioneer Edgar um, Bergens, mm-hmm. famous for dummy uh, Charlie, this is where ink gets in the way, McCanny, as being uh, all wood and all wood and a yard long. 
<laughs> and complained that she got splinters from him the night before. Oh. So she got kicked off. Got kicked off, okay. For, for that comment. I can't imagine trying to describe or perform ventriloquism on a radio show. <laughs> that doesn't really work very well. Hey, if you move your lips, nobody's even Nobody's going to see it. You're on the radio. So, um, but they did make a replica of that dummy, and it is in the museum. It's not the actual dummy itself. Yeah. Um, but they have, is it six or nine hundred dummies? That over nine hundred um, dummies mm-hmm. in the museum now cool. that they have collected over the years, and I just thought it was kind of cool. Uh, the neighbor girl has a doll, and then I was thinking of that Darcy with the bunny. Mm-hmm. She was on American Talent. America's Got Talent. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But. I just thought this was kind of cool for a tourist attraction yeah. type thing to def, and it's an oddball type tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. It's not stuff you know people go out of their way to see. Yeah. But if you're ever in Kentucky, you know, definitely go yeah. check it out. Go check out all the creepy looking, I mean, things. I would like to check this out. I really, I've always been kind of enthralled by or entertained by ventriloquists. Ventriloquists. I never found the dummies to be creepy now marionettes are creepy but those are dummies are not as the dummies for me i don't See, know why i had a, a i had a uh like puppet master nightmares when i was a kid See, and i didn't watch puppet <laughs> masters as a kid I, I watched it when i was a young adult maybe in my 30s i don't know i mean i'm 24 yeah but sure. i thought it was kind of cool but they even have like the little dummy heads um the different styles mm-hmm. of dummy heads there. Imagine if so they all started talking at once. <laughs> God, freaking have a heart attack. I wish I could remember. I feel like it was a Twilight Zone thing. Maybe it was. I Maybe don't was. remember, but it was something creepy, and it's just like, and then their eyes move. Yeah. And, I mean, the person's controlling their eyes, but yes. in my mind, I envision the eyes moving. I think it was Twilight Zone, like the ventriloquist, was the dummy and his human okay was the doll okay i could see that being an episode for sure I feel like twilight that's zone what it or was. outer limits or one of those weird shows like that something like that but it was like i remember watching it and i was like never will one of those <laughs> things be around me ever that's funny it just freaks me out that is funny yeah if, if we're ever down that way we need to check that out that'd be cool Okay, cool, cool, cool. you and the kids can have fun. We will go check that out. We will leave you in this else. picture right here. This dummy is staring right at the camera, and I was just sitting there like, I don't know if I can present <laughs> this story. <laughs> funny. Like, I have to get past this picture. That's it's funny. bad. That's funny. A little bit of a fear? I think so. If you know any oddball little museums or places around the country that we should check out, you should send them to us. Or if you own one and live by yes. one. Definitely. Send them to us at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com. Or you can, I mean, you might follow us on Facebook. So instead of emailing us, leave a comment underneath this episode that I post. I didn't post last. (gasps) (gasps) You didn't post the last episode. I didn't. I didn't. I'm bad. Oh, well. We've been kind of busy. Life's been busy. A little. But definitely, um, you could also message me. I do get those. Yes. But like us there, follow, 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 share, share, share. Yes, we're also on Twitter at Outlandish Casts. 
And we're on Instagram at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Yeah, I think so. I'm I noticing th- you have my smart water here. I drank a bottle of smart water, yeah. That's my smart water. It makes me smarter. Yeah, well, I needed to be smart today because I had a busy day at work. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also leave us a rating or review in whatever podcast application you happen to be listening to this episode on. Yes, and, and please know I'm the funny one. Yes, Desi thinks she's the funny I one. I don't think I know. I know, I That's know. like the one area that I have a little bit of that arrogance in. Yeah. My funniness. Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> in another two weeks. Have a good couple of weeks, everybody. Bye. Bye.